the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome back this Cyber Monday. And I hope one of the places you'll go is theohiopressnetwork.com and that you'll gift yourself a subscription to your pulse on the people, politics, and uh, policy changes that affect your everyday life that you're not going to get from mainstream outlets without uh, you know, their leftist or progressive slant. You know what? It's also holiday season, and if you have just gotten engaged or you're about to pop the question, you need to get to the LegacyOnPossumRun.com. There you will learn about the Legacy on Possum Run. That is Ohio's premier wedding venue. It's the place couples are raving about. You'll see the three beautifully unique spaces that comprise the venue. But here's the other cool stuff. The pricing is on the website, so there's no guesswork. The calendar is there, so you can see what dates are available. And then you can even see the supply closet. That's the stuff that you get for free that you get to use for your special day when you book with the Legacy on Possum Run. So get to the LegacyOnPossumRun.com. Your legacy begins here. Uh, Part of our legacy is what we do for our kids and our kids' kids. And I know we were beating the drum about issue one and how it was not only a radical abortion amendment that would seek to allow abortion to birth for any reason, but it was also an amendment that would open the door to strip parents of their rights and allow minors to gender transition and abort pregnancies without parental involvement. Lo and behold, I'm scrolling through Twitter and I see the Ohio Advocates for Medical Freedom Twitter account uh, tweeted some pretty disturbing stuff. And so I'm just going to turn it over to Stephanie Stock here for a couple of minutes. And we're going to talk about what she unearthed and, and put together and why we should be concerned. Stephanie, welcome back to the Bruce Hooley Show. How are you this morning? I am doing okay, Jack. Thank you so much for having me on. Absolutely. First of all, did you have a good Thanksgiving? I did. Thank you very much. It was uh, nice. It was a nice break, a little bit of downtime in the, in the midst of the chaos. <laughs> yeah, and, and now right, right back to it. Uh, The post says, it reads, we warned Ohioans that issue one was more about the trans agenda and access to our children than it was about abortion. Um, uh, Tell us what you discovered. So they they really tried to sell this to Ohioans because, you know, the majority, uh, like as, as we saw in issue one, unfortunately, the majority does believe that there should be access to abortion. I don't think they believed the level of access that that issue one was giving, um, but that's the unfortunate reality. And Planned Parenthood knew that, of course. So their focus was really talking about the abortion issue. That was their focus. And if you look at their their Facebook page, all going up to is abortion, abortion, blah, 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 right? And then as soon as issue one passes, it's all trans now. Everything is reproductive rights for all, trans rights are human rights. 
profile to have a rainbow around their Planned Parenthood logo. I mean, it is, and you know they're going to come for our kids. They've already got a Giving Tuesday, you know, support care for all Ohioans and those from coming from out of state now to get the care they need to receive. And then they've got a, we're now hiring in locations across the state. They, um, you know, they put up transgender care is now going to be available in all locations starting December the 4th. So they're making it very clear what they're ramping up on. And it's just, it's very disturbing. I think Ohioans are going to have a very rude awakening. Um, all of those times they were told it was misinformation. These people are lying to you. And it's going to be a real slap in the face the first time these people have, you know, their kid come to them and say, look, I'm going through with transgender care and, you know, you can't stop me. And it's going to be, um, it's going to be a real eye opener, unfortunately. I'm looking at the Planned Parenthood of Greater Ohio uh, page here. Actually, it's a screen grab that you put together. And here's what it reads. <clears throat> this was November 18th. Gender-affirming care will officially be available at all 15 of our health centers starting December 4th. Now it goes on to say other stuff. So there it is. I mean, right after issue one passes, they're saying, hey, gender-affirming care will officially be available at all 15 of our health centers starting December 4th. So they're rolling this out. I'm going to talk in a minute about the legislation and why the left is slow rolling it. They have a 450-page bill, but they're they're releasing it in in parts and pieces, that in a minute. Uh, But let me know if you see it the way that I see it, Stephanie. I've said that Planned Parenthood will be the group that does this. They're going to offer gender-affirming care. They're going to find an activist – And they're going to make sure that that activist attempts in a place where there is a sympathetic judge on the bench to transition as a minor without parental involvement. And then they're going to file a lawsuit. Now, the Democrats in the House are going to go, well, we didn't come after, you know, no, that was that's what the judge did. Okay, this is all this is all planned out in advance. Is this how you see it? They're going to go through uh, the, the door of a lawsuit to let a liberal judge say, absolutely, that phrase, every individual includes a minor. Oh, that's 100%. I I mean, and I have felt like this since the first day I read the language. They absolutely have a plan in place. They they may have already had the person picked out long before, um, and they probably will ramp up the case. I'm guessing I'd be surprised if we didn't see it within the next couple of months. I think it's going to be very soon. Yeah. Goodness. Um, (laughs) Let me ask you this. I... I received last week, it looks like a memo to all House members from state representatives, uh, Anita Samani and Beth Liston, both doctors. Now, I want to point out and I want to be careful doing it because I'm not I'm not accusing her of being guilty. But I I believe Anita Samani actually had a a, a complaint filed against her. uh, I believe it was last year uh, for allegedly conducting illegal abortions. But she positions herself as an OBGYN. Nonetheless, they sent a memo. And they talked about the Reproductive Care Act. Uh, did you get that memo? And are you familiar with what they're pushing here in phase one? Oh, no, I haven't seen that yet, unfortunately. You're going to have to send that to me. I, I'm sure I'll throw open my mouth a little. Uh, uh, probably. <laughs> like everything they put out. <laughs> well, you know, they call it the Reproductive yeah. Care Act, and, and um, I call it the Abortion Without Limits and uh, Parental Rights Abolition Bill. I mean, if we're going to call it, let's. But here's what it says just a couple of things, Stephanie. I'll let you respond to this. Prohibits regulatory entities from collecting, retaining, using, or disclosing 
personal, reproductive, or sexual health information. Uh, so there you go. Basically, we're going to protect the dissemination of information, whether it's a minor or, or an adult. So there's one. It prohibits a healthcare provider or healthcare facility from being required or compelled to provide patient records to any out-of-state third party. It makes it unlawful uh, and undis- indiscriminatory under Ohio's civil rights law for an employer to discriminate against a person because of any reproductive health care decision. It permits telehealth as an acceptable method of provider treatment for reproductive care. So basically, you can call it in. Uh, provides immunity from civil, criminal, and professional disciplinary action to health care providers, facilities, helpers, and individuals accessing or seeking reproductive care. That's what they want to get over the finish line first. I'll let you uh, share your visceral response to that. Oh, my gosh. That is abhorrent. So, and here in the out-of-state records, okay, so here, here, not only are we going to strip the rights of parents here in Ohio, but now we're going to have kids traveling from out-of-state, and they won't release those records to their parents. Nope. I mean, this stuff is so nefarious, and it's so well thought out. Um, we're, we're in real trouble. I mean, these guys move 10, fast, 10 times faster than our side ever moved, and this has gotten us in, into the place that we are at. Um, yeah, I mean, there are so many parts of that that are just absolutely awful. I mean, ugh, it, it's painful to even hear that kind of language. Um, and then, of course, they're also raising money. So, you know, you're going to get these, you know, the Soros type, these, you're going to get these out-of-state funding organizations, these nonprofits, and they're going to provide the money needed to get the kids. The big argument, remember everyone said, well, the parents will never pay for it. These kids are going to have to have insurance. Yep. The parents, they're no, they're not. All you need is Soros and his crew to roll in here with another 501c4 or whatever. Oh, trans care for all nonprofits. Come to us. We're going to fund your change. You don't need mom and dad. And that's what they're going to do. That's the methods they use for everything. There's no reason they wouldn't use it for this, too. Parents are going to have major rude awakening. Stephanie Stock, President, Ohio Advocates for Medical Freedom. Thank you for sharing what you did today. Welcome back in. We've talked a lot this morning already about the trans movement and uh, radical abortion. And I want to bring him right in. He is uh, State Representative Gary Click. He's a friend of the show. And he is uh, one of the primary sponsors to enact Ohio Saving Adolescents from Experimentation, also known as the SAFE Act, which has been combined with Save Women's Sports. Uh, Representative Click, welcome back. How are you today, sir? Oh, good morning, Jack. I am excellent. It's great to be with you today. It's it's an honor to have you. Uh, so a couple of quick things, um, and then I'm going to let you have the floor. Uh, so the SAFE Act has been combined with the Save Women's Sports Act. It passed the House over the summer. My understanding is it's in a Senate committee right now and that there will be yeah. testimony tomorrow and Wednesday. Can you bring us up to speed on where it is and uh, how you feel uh, it may yeah. or may not go forward? So there is testimony tomorrow, not on Wednesday, but there's testimony tomorrow, Tuesday at 2 o'clock. And uh, we invite all, all uh, you and Bruce Lee's listeners to come out and join us for testimony. Uh, we can use all the support we can get. Uh, it's going to be in the North Senate room. And uh, I feel great about it. We, we've got a, 
just a, a set of witnesses uh, lined up tomorrow that are just going to knock your socks off. And uh, I mean, there are people coming to testify who have been the victims of this radical gender ideology. They get sold one a bill of goods. And they get told uh, certain things. And then when they actually get there, that's not what they actually got. And uh, they are very disappointed. You know, I've talked to uh, a young trans uh, person here from uh, Ohio not too long ago. And, and they told me how that the counselors were telling her parents that she would be suicidal if she didn't transition, but she was not suicidal. It's one of the big misnomers. She transitioned. Yep. Keep going. Yeah. No, I, that's a representative. That is one of the number one uh, roadblocks that proponents throw up as they go, look, I want this care for this young man or this young woman, because if not, he or she's going to commit suicide. And so what you just said, say that again for our listeners. Yep. Yep. No, I'm not saying that there are not suicidal people ahead of time, but usually the the suicidal tendencies are based on other comorbidities. It's not because they're in the wrong sex or in the wrong body. Uh, That's just the manifestation of those things. Uh, But when they actually transition and when they've done harm to their bodies and they realize it and they realize that it's hard to turn back the clock, it's, you know, you can't sew things back on. That's when they really get depressed, Jack, and that's when they really do get suicidal. Uh, and they ha- they struggle with those things. And this bill is a suicide prevention bill. They try to give you a false narrative the, in just the opposite direction. They're wrong. They're lying. They have no science. They have no proof. They have these short-term studies. And so they'll mm-hmm. say, for instance, well, three months afterwards, they were happy. Well, three months is a very short period of time. And in actuality, they even lose many of their their people that they're looking at to study this within those three months. And so we're trying to protect kids. Now, as adults, listen, there are adults who've made bad decisions with this and regret it. But we're just talking about the children. We're not talking about adults. We're talking about kids. Sex changes for children. And it begins with the drugs, those harmful, disastrous drugs that hurt and harm these kids. We want to stop it. And when you get to be an adult, if you want to weigh the pros and cons and take that risk and make that choice, that's your decision. But children cannot provide informed consent. They They can't sacrifice things they don't even understand yet. They don't know what it is. To, to have children and to, to give up their sterility and things like that. Uh, 10, 11, 12-year-olds, they don't know the pleasures of sex. Uh, and they're giving these things up before they've ever even had the opportunity to understand and enjoy them. And that's wrong, Jack. House Bill 68 would outlaw the provision of uh, puberty blockers, hormones, gender reassignment surgeries. It would also protect biological women from having to compete and share spaces with biological Mm men. Do you have any gut feel for maybe when this will see a floor vote in the Senate? And if it does get a vote in its affirmative, whether governor DeWine would sign this into law. So those are great questions. And let me just say, you know, and maybe I'm different from some other people. I don't even like using the word biological male, biological female. There's only one kind of male and it's a biological male. Yeah. Uh, there's only one kind of female, and it's a biological female. That you know, using trans women. Trans women are not women; they're men. Trans men are not men; they're women. Uh, and in, when it comes to saving women's sports, we are protecting ladies. Now, listen: 
uh, a lady can still participate in lady sports. A lady can participate in co-ed sports. And even a, a lady can participate in the men's sports because he does so knowing the risks. But what it says is men can only participate in co-ed sports or men's sports. Men cannot invade women's sports because women have no ability to consent to that risk factor. And doesn't matter how many hormones you're on, the, the skeletal structure of men is different than women. The geometry is different, and it doesn't work the same. Women are more vulnerable, more prone to injuries, especially when competing against men, and we have to protect them. They're also put in immodest situations where they have to share locker rooms with men who are fully intact. That's just wrong. Uh, and so we, I, I anticipate that it's probably going to move quickly. Uh, and I don't see any reason why the governor would not sign it. Uh, I believe the governor cares about kids. He cares about young people. He wants them to remain safe and healthy. And this is the only way that we protect them and keep them safe and healthy. Um, so I, I would anticipate the governor signing it. I can't speak for him, but uh, that's certainly my hope and my anticipation. Representative, how do you handle this argument? Because I've had it uh, thrown to me a couple of times. They go, well, Jack, you're a guy who says that you believe in parents' rights. So why would you take away a parent's right to decide that that his or her child can take puberty blockers or, or hormones or have gender reassignment surgery? How do you respond to that? Well, parents' rights are not absolute, Jack. You don't have the right to abuse your child. Uh, and you don't have the, the right to harm your child, even if a child needs a life-saving blood transfusion. I know there are some religions that do not believe in blood transfusions. The state will actually assume custody of that child to give them that life-saving transfusion and then transfer custody back to the parents uh, because you cannot do things like that. When it even comes to, you know, there's some of our immigrants practice female genital mutilation because supposedly that kept the wives faithful to the husbands. And we passed a law in the 132nd General Assembly. It was unanimous, both sides, bipartisan. You can't do that. Parents cannot consent to that. Right. And they like to say that we are coming between the parents, the families, and their doctors. We're not. We're coming in over the doctors. We have always regulated medicine. We've always said certain things are ethical, certain things are unethical. And parents cannot consent to unethical procedures for their children. That's wrong. Uh, State Representative Gary Click, let me ask. I've got a couple more questions. Are you are you free to hang out for the next segment I'm on the other side of this break? Yeah. Okay, excellent. And, and I'll I'll pose the question here, and I'll let our listeners think about it. I'll let you think about it. One of the key questions that I want to ask is, for example, people who oppose what you're doing, they cite the Trevor Project, and I think the Epic Times has done a great job of dismantling that bogus operation. But I want you to think about. What sources are available for our listeners who say, you know what, I want to make an informed decision. So think about that on the other side of the break. Let's talk about information sources that our listeners can go to to really get the facts on whether we should be banning hormones and puberty blockers and surgery. So stay tuned to 98.9 FM, The Answer, The Bruce Willis Show. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.